police lights bounced off the neighborhood buildings, attracting more pedestrians armed with smartphones. An officer comforted a young woman wrapped in a blanket. She was about his daughter's age and starting her second year in college. He saw where her perpetrator tore her clothes and adjusted the blanket to hide it. Her smartphone illuminated her expressionless face as she slipped into a trance-like state. The woman's roommate beside her suggested that she call her friend's parents. The woman woke from a trance and handed over her smartphone. The officer's partner returned, whispered they couldn't find her perpetrator, and asked how she was doing. The officer sighed. At least the roommate scared off the perp before things got too far. The perpetrator was Malaysia's oily man Oran Minyak, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 22, Malaysia's oily man, Orang Minyak. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro. Listeners, your chance to nominate Legends from the Pacific for People's Choice and Storyteller Drama is closing, so please do this now. Later in this episode, shout out to some of our fans, a glimpse behind the scenes of Legends from the Pacific, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, Orang Minyak. Listeners, this episode contains sexual subject matter that includes rape, so parental discretion is advised. Located in Southeast Asia, beside Thailand, Singapore, Indonesia, and the Philippines, lies Malaysia. Malaysia's two larger islands are East and West Malaysia, which are separated by the South China Sea and numerous islands. But while Malaysia has many stories and creatures, the Orang Minyak is perhaps one of the most disturbing. It's unknown when the Orang Minyak first appeared, but he grew in popularity thanks to the 1958 films The Oily Man, The Curse of the Oily Man, and The Oily Man Strikes Again. For the record, these are the English translated titles. There's a couple theories about the Orang Minyak. One is that the Orang Minyak is a ghost or spirit. Another is he is a shaman trying to obtain supernatural powers. While the Orang Minyak can shape change into a dog or swarm of mosquitoes, its primary appearance is a naked man covered in black oil. This is how he obtained his name, Orang Minyak, which means the oily man. Orang Minyak likes to steal luxurious items, which makes me feel he's more human than ghost. But a man coated in oil would have difficulty opening doors or even walking around. And ghosts have been known to steal items, but that's a story for another time. Orang Minyak's goals are sexual. You see, he fulfills its purpose or pact by raping virgins. Stories vary on if he has a time frame 
but Olang Minyak sneaks into a virgin's bedroom and utilizes a type of mind control to prevent her from resisting him. While this might seem silly, this is very real for Malaysians and has been reported by females of all races, including tourists, who witnessed a man in black enter their room or open a window. There are ways to protect yourself from the Orang Minyak. He hates banana hearts and taro leaves, so people put these around their house. Women keep sweaty men's clothes provided by their relatives in their bedrooms to keep the Orang Minyak away. And avoid going out at night, or wear men's clothes to disguise themselves. Orang Minyak are cowards, so if you confront one, they'll usually flee. Capturing an Orang Minyak is difficult since their oily coating makes them difficult to grab and allows them to blend into the night. Interestingly enough, their oil-coated skin doesn't drip, and only virgins can see him. To kill an Olong Minyak, you have to bite off its big toe and cover him with a batik cloth, which is not from Malaysia, but Indonesia. Still to come, shout-outs to some of our fans, a glimpse behind the scenes of Legends from the Pacific, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but now, a story. following is a Legends from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural testimony. A college student enjoyed the night air while walking home from her date. She lost track of how many times she replayed mispronouncing her order how she thought she hated red wine until she tried some of her dates and how beautiful her date, Sophie, was. She remembered Sophie's kiss and how it felt right. Growing up, her friends would always talk about guys and she hoped she'd eventually develop those feelings while ignoring the thought that something was wrong with her. But now, everything felt right. She didn't know what to wear and decided on the only dress she owned. It was a gift from her mother and remembering how Sophie loved it made her twirl. Her mother would be thrilled seeing her daughter in something that wasn't boys clothes. There were lesbians back home in Indonesia, but what would her family think of her? She entered her studio flat, locked the door and laid across her couch. Her mind whirled, but she calmed down and thought of beautiful Sophie. She never realized how dark her studio was. The shadows seemed to overwhelm the color on the walls and mute the designs on her family's blanket that draped the couch's backrest at her side. Her door opened. This confused her. But she calmed down when she realized that it was natural for doors to open. A shadow entered. Its red eyes glinted as the bean looked at her. She thought she was dreaming and accepted the fact that things enter opened doors. The shadow approached. It was a naked, muscular man. She rationalized him as her psyche's last-ditch effort to prove her sexuality. 
He smiled as he mounted her. Dread fell on her. She tried to move, but couldn't. He licked his lips. His hand slipped under her dress. Its nails dragged along her skin. Her eyes widened. This was real. Beeping erupted from her phone, which distracted the bean. Her mind surged with thoughts and emotions, but one fact cut through the clutter. This bean was Nonolang Minyak. Her mother's folk stories were true. She grabbed her family's blanket draping the couch's backrest and slugged the oily man with it. He toppled onto the floor. She let her punches follow through carry her as she fell after her intruder. He tried to scurry out from under her, but she kept her family's blanket between them. Rage fueled her as she crawled to his feet, protruding from the blanket. Sinking her teeth into his big toe was like biting air. The creature roared and dispersed into the floor. In the stillness, one thought sifted from her mind. I need a drink. She checked her phone. Sophie texted her, thanking her for their date, and asked if it was too late to get a drink. She smiled and replied she'd love one. She stared at her family blanket on the ground and thought, maybe I'll be a paranormal exterminator if college doesn't work out. Coming up is shout out to some of our fans, a glimpse behind the scenes of Legends from the Pacific, your featured song and Hawaiian word. Listeners, this is your last chance to nominate Legends from the Pacific for the Podcast Awards categories of People's Choice and Storyteller Drama. Links to the Podcast Awards website can be found in our show notes and on our website, so please do this now. Today, there's been many movies made about Along Minyak, but encounters continue with sightings of this creature occurring within the last 10 years. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Mahalo to our listener Amanda McColgan for sharing us on social media and several others who signed up to receive our upcoming newsletter on our website. As a reminder, dedicated episodes of my paranormal investigations and experiences will be out in the next few months. Also, mahalo to our listeners who wrote in asking about our theme song. I've deliberately waited on talking about our theme song until enough listeners asked about it. Well, we've surpassed that number, and here we go with Legends from the Pacific Behind the Scenes. Now, in 2004, I had a weekly three-hour podcast and radio show that lasted a few years. In 2019, I began almost a year of technical pre-production to get reacquainted with the podcast industry before recording episode one. During this time, I did not research episodes, but I did learn a lot. Perhaps I'll help others start their own podcast or do some kind of workshop, but I digress. During my pre-production time, I was stumped finding a theme song because I wanted something Hawaiian but wondered if it would fit in when I talked about other cultures. Then, results from an informal survey showed potential listeners were not interested in classic or traditional Hawaiian music to be used as a theme song. Around this time, I found out about local Hawaiian musician Tavana. 
His song Mystery, pulled from the Hawaiian guitar stylings known as slack key guitar. Now, slack key guitar sounds like country or western, which I liked because it paid homage to the Hawaiian cowboys or paniolo who actually predate traditional American cowboys by about a decade or two. I also feel our theme song sets the mood for talking about the wild and untamed spiritual world, which is very real to many cultures that we discuss. Plus, the name of Tavana's song, Mystery, was a fitting name for a podcast like ours. So, there you have it. Our theme song sounds like country or western, but it pays homage to Hawaiian slack key guitar and the Hawaiian cowboys, the Paniolo. I also use parts of our theme song as a bridge between our closing story and closing segment. As for the history and lore of Paniolos and slack key guitar, that's a story for another time. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is East Side Slack Key by Kavika Kahiapo, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is moi moi. Moi moi means sleep. An example for moi moi is when you feel tired, it's time to go moi moi. Once again, moi moi is Hawaiian for sleep. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and ahui ho. Ahui ho.